0: What's up, everybody, and welcome back to episode 94 of the 1% Podcast. Coming to you live on a Thursday, right before this Friday. It is Thursday, November 9th, so got a big weekend coming up, going to a wedding. It is wedding season, and we are in our wedding era right now, as well as I'm sure a lot of you guys that are listening are. Uh, A lot of travel, a lot of fun, getting to see some people from college, getting to see some friends uh, old and new, so it's a very exciting time. And obviously, Nina and I are planning our own wedding right now, so that has been uh, not necessarily hectic because she's really taken the reins and done a majority of that stuff, which I'm very thankful for. Uh, but I just like to nod my head yes and agree on uh, a lot of the things, as I'm sure a lot of the guys listening to me can uh, can agree with. So um, yeah, it's been a crazy couple months getting everything scheduled, planned out, trying to you know. Go in between other people's dates. Make sure we're not putting weddings back to back to back to back because we have so many weddings, and making sure we got time for ours as well as other people's. So crazy time, but a lot of fun. Excited for uh, the next few months and uh, next few, I guess, next eight months or so. And what's to come. So super excited. The uh, Chiefs, my football team that I was coaching, sixth and seventh grade down at Chastain, we made it to the semifinals. Lost uh, on Tuesday night to the Cowboys we beat earlier this year, but good squad beat us in the semifinals. So unfortunately, the year is over, Um, but I learned a lot, and I uh, really enjoyed it. Learned how to you know, try to build up younger kids that are, you know, these kids are 11 and 12. So I haven't talked to an 11 year old in probably like six years, uh, just because I haven't been around any younger kids um, since I went to college, because I have no reason to be around young kids. But anyway, with that being said, you know, it was awesome getting to try to teach them leadership and development skills, as well as obviously teaching them how to play football. Um, So I highly recommend you guys getting involved at a local level. I know we've talked about this before, but just any of the kids that are younger that could use some help. I mean, I know they've got parents and hopefully they're good parents, but at the same time, I think we can all agree that if you played sports growing up, you could kind of relate to someone who was not necessarily your dad or your mom or their age and is a little bit closer to age than you that you can kind of relate with. So ended up forming some great relationships with some of these kids, really enjoyed you know, coaching them. Obviously some of them goof off and don't listen and all that stuff, but I think that's a lot of what it's for is – You know, helping discipline them and get them ready for, you know, the real world and growing up and teaching them football or teaching them sports skills and, Ultimately, real life skills because every team sport, all those skills, you can learn that they directly relate to life and how you get, you know, face adversity, keep pushing through. You got to work with other people to get to where you want to be. And, uh, you know, no one's going to be able to do it by themselves. So just being a part of a team, coaching with people that have done it before. Some of us were first year coaches, some of us had been doing it for. You know, 15 years, our head coach has been there for a long time. So it was awesome to learn from him, you know, just how to structure things, how to move forward. And obviously learned a lot about myself and how to grow as a different leader when you're talking to different groups of people. So, you know, if you are looking to be a better leader, looking to help other people have that ripple effect, um, by being a good person, I think that getting into coaching is a great, great thing to start doing. With that being said, the ripple effect, man, like with everything going on in the world geopolitically, all this stuff in Israel is crazy. Um, I think just being a good person and making sure that you're making a good positive impact on other people um, is going to be very, you know, impactful for the years to come and for the future. I mean, the future that we're building right now for hopefully our kids, kids and the generations to come, you know, I want to be putting out a a ripple effect of good things. So all you people that are trying to do that, um, I mean, make sure that we're not only doing that to other people, but inside your family and uh, have a lot of kids. We can't be letting people that are bad people have a lot of kids and, the good people not having a lot of kids. Cause I think that, uh, you know, not to say that everybody that's having a lot of kids is a bad person or anything, but uh, I think that what's happening in the world is there's a lot of people that are having a ton of kids and the parents aren't necessarily super present in the lives. And it's, uh, causing some obviously bad ripple effects with what we've seen inside of America and outside. So that being said, I got to kind of talk on this, uh, someone that I work with her stepdaughter, um, name was Rose Lubin, went to Dunwoody High School. And when she graduated, decided that um, she wanted to go back to Israel where she had visited previously. I don't know the whole story, so I don't want to misspeak or talk on this um, any more than I need to. But she was a border patrol officer in Israel, um, started, I believe, a few years ago um, and was obviously over there for what's been going on. um, And she unfortunately passed away um, a few nights ago when um, a Hamas, uh, 16-year-old, attacked her. So um, please keep their family in your thoughts and prayers and everybody over there with everything going on. It's been a tough situation. Uh, she was 20 years old, so you never want to lose anybody, especially a 20-year-old and an American citizen that was over there, you know, protecting um, the homeland. And, you know, it's crazy that all this is going on, and it's very, very sad. So their family is over there in Israel right now. The funeral was uh, in the middle of the night last night because it was um, in Israel, obviously, and the time difference is, uh, I believe it's like seven or eight hours. So it is just a very, very sad story, and uh, she, from what I heard, she was an awesome girl. So please... Please keep that family in your thoughts and prayers. And I also just think that it puts it into perspective that life is a lot shorter than we think it is. We don't always know that tomorrow's promised. So we can only do what we can with today. So I challenge each and every one of you guys listening to this to go make a positive impact on somebody's life because you never know what it could do. And it could always be your last day. It could be their last day. It could be both of your last days. You never know what's going to happen. So I highly, highly recommend just having a positive attitude and a positive outlook and, you know, getting that ripple effect in the positive direction to help the world in a positive way. Cause that's why we're all here is to leave this place better than we found it. Or at as least, at least that's, that's what I hope that we can all, all agree on. So please keep her in your thoughts and prayers. Um, rest in peace, Rose and, uh, Man, just very, very sad. So um, on a lighter note, you know, to kind of move on, I think that uh, I'll talk on the marathon training a little bit for anybody that's getting into running or looking to get into running. If you're trying to lose weight or get in better shape, uh, I highly recommend signing up for a race and pushing yourself to um, do what you'd like, uh, You know, do what you need to do um, to get in better shape. Start with a 5K, do a 10K, do a half marathon, do a marathon, do an ultra, whatever you want to choose. But all this running, I mean, I've literally shed like 15 or 20 pounds in the past five or six months. Like I'm feel like a twig right now. I literally weighed one seventy five this morning. I don't think I've weighed one seventy five since I was like in high school. Um, not even, maybe in middle school, so uh or freshman year of high school, but Anyway, it's been helping me get in a lot better shape. I've been writing some workout plans and some uh, doing some accountability with some friends. So if this is you and you want to get started in the right direction, I'm more than happy to write you a workout plan for free. Um, I could see myself potentially moving on and doing something like that in the future by hopefully coaching people and helping them get to where they want to be. Not because I think I know everything, but I've made that switch in my mind that, hey, this is what I'm going to do. Um, and the main thing and the main driver that I'm trying to tell people is, because I always thought that I could do these things for a couple weeks or a couple months and then everything would turn around and then, you know, everything would be smooth sailing downhill from then on. It's not the way that it works. I think that we all need to get it through our head that it's a, a mindset, mindset shift and it's also a life change because when you start doing these things, if you think you're just going to do them for a couple months, then you can stop or pull off the gas or whatever the case may be. Um, you're just going to go back exactly where you were. So I would get in good shape and then I'd stop working out as much and eating like shit uh, after I've been eating healthy and on a diet and all that good stuff and think that you know I've accomplished my goal where I wanted to be. So now I can you know ease up and relax a little bit that is not how it works at all because you just fall back into the same old habits. So one thing I've been trying to push uh, to friends that I've been talking to is like, this is a full on life change and you're going to thank yourself later for it because I always think like, I want to be able to coach my kids and run around and play with them. And I also want to help do that for my grandkids. So I know that, you know, being able to work out and being in good shape and exercising and eating healthy is going to help me get there. So I think that if that's your goal, man, it's never too late to start. But I mean, the earlier you start, the better it is. So I've got some some templates that I can put together for you, personalize something to what you want to do if you want some help with that, and I'd be more than happy to, you know, help you do that. So um, as far as the marathon training is concerned, anybody that wants to get into it, I got some advice for you, and that would be start slow uh, pace yourself where, you know, a lot of these runs, you want to get them done as soon as possible. And I'm still kind of doing this, but I've realized that you want to, you know, pull back and run a lot of your runs in zone two, which is a lower heart rate. And how you do that is you take 180 and subtract your age. So I'm 25. So my heart rate should be around 155 when I'm running these runs, which is an easy, like breathing through your nose and being able to hold a, you know, soft, moderate conversation while you're running. And it's hard to do and run slower, but you have to run slower to get faster. So my goal for the marathon is three hours and 30 minutes, never run a marathon before. That's an eight minute pace per mile, um, a quick pace for just one mile, to be honest. I mean, it's not super fast, but it's pretty impressive for a, a, a one, one mile or a half marathon to run that pace. So in order to do a marathon, um, if I can get that done, I'd be very, very proud of myself and it's something that I'm wanting to accomplish. So I'm going to put that out there, but I would recommend everybody you know, getting running shoes and getting fit for running shoes. I've found the Brooks Ghost 15s are what I wear. I love them. They're super comfortable, um, almost like you got a cushion on your feet until you run, run them into the ground, which I've done with four pairs now. So I'm on my fifth pair of those and I really like them, but you probably get new shoes every about 200 miles. So I've run... About 500 miles in the last five months, I've had to get three new pairs of shoes in that time frame, which is fine. But you know, you are going to be spending some money getting into these things. However, I think that the money is necessary, and it's also you know a positive thing to do because I do believe that um, you know spending money on your health is a very very important and necessary thing to do. So uh, with all that being said, just wanted to jump on here again, going to try and get these interviews going. I'm finally done coaching. So I got a little bit more flexibility. got some people to book on the schedule. So hope everybody has a great rest of your weekend. We'll be back with some interviews soon. Appreciate everybody tuning in and I hope everybody gets 1% better this week. Love you guys.